Well, it's like a playoff edition of Goldie's podcast, and we bring in Sean Goldsworthy, the head coach of the Minnetonka Skippers. And Sean, it's uh, here. I mean, we're, we're doing this on the afternoon of the first round of the uh, playoffs, and you know what this is about. This was a great time for your team last year, and sometimes I think when you can look at the season, you can say to yourself, you know, this is really where you want to be, and you're here now. So uh, how, how do things feel with your club, and, and are you guys ready to roll? Well, thanks for having me, Wix. Uh, I sure. agree. This is the first week of of many in a row that are clearly the best time of the year. You know, this is this is awesome. High school hockey at its best. It's it's emotional. It's all these kids are are all in right now. They're they're really um, dialed into you know finishing their last uh, couple games of the season and making a trek to the to the X. So uh, we're in the same boat. You know, our kids. Uh, had I thought just an outstanding season you know with a lot of pressure uh to be the you know the top team in the state and and to to get off to a start like we did and, and play almost flawless through the first 20 and then uh and then really get sharpened at the end of the year in late conference play with the likes of Edina and Boisetta and Eden Prairie and 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 just continue to play top end teams to finish like we did at the end of the year and uh to be primed for playoffs I couldn't be more proud of my kids because they've played arguably the best schedule in the state, and we've stood toe to toe with everybody. So, I'm really happy. Um, I think we're we're ready to play. Our kids are primed. Obviously, uh, you know, tonight we have New Prague, and then and then hopefully we can get advanced to, to Saturday. Yeah, when you, when you when you do look ahead to the things that you have here in the playoffs and the postseason, and. Um, fortunately you're able to have a little bit of time after you close out on Saturday, you don't have to have any Tuesday games and you know, you're used to playing Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Saturday is pretty much through the regular season. But when you start getting into, well, it's elimination time. There's the fear factor. There's those things that play into the seniors and there is no tomorrow. And these guys know that Um, they've experienced it. They've had, they've had all the success to the highest level at the XL energy center. Do you see that hunger in this group that you had last year now that it's a known uh, commodity? Yeah, I, I do. You know, we, we've, we've had some good conversations in the last three or four days to, to kind of reset, you know, that everything we've done up to this point um, is just information. It's, it's just, it's just information for us to how, how are we going to play better as a unit right now? And uh, our kids have, have had uh, some success, obviously, this year, but we've also been exposed and, and had some, uh, you know, difficult games against Edina and, and a couple, you know, ties with, with Wyzetta. And uh, I think our guys really know what we're good at now and, and what we need to kind of avoid, what type of game we need to avoid. Um, and then, obviously, there's just urgency. You know, like what I'm seeing is our kids want want the season to continue. You know, they're they're there early. They're, they're, they're not in a hurry to leave. They, they want to finish this group uh, together. And I think that can tell you a lot, you know, the body language of your kids and, and the urgency level. So I'm really excited to see how we come out tonight with a lot of pace and a lot of energy. And, and uh, that's what's exciting about this time of the year. You know, they call it March Madness for a reason. You know, it's, it's, it's not an angry mad. It's, it's, it's got some urgency to it. And with urgency comes excitement and anxiety and, and a whole bunch of different emotions that you have to keep in check. So, uh, yeah, I think we're ready uh, to be the short, short answer. We're ready. Um, it's going to be really difficult to run six games in a row, uh, in game seven mentality. Um, but, uh, you know, half our room has been there and done it. 
So uh, we're going to lean on some guys for some leadership, and hopefully we got enough in the tank. Well, and your section is is it's grizzly. I mean, you've got yourself and Eden Prairie are top ten teams in the final rankings, and Chaska's right on the cusp of it. I you know I've always felt they've been a top ten team all year long, and for sure. they get the number sure. two seed. So th- there's there's three teams right there, and then no slouches in Prior Lake and Holy Family Catholic as well that uh, you'll be seeing one of those teams should you get past New Prague. And I'm going to be honest here, I'm, it should be okay. But the fact is is that semifinal Saturday at Braemar Arena is going to be awesome for your uh, your teams or for those two games. But it doesn't get easy uh, to get to the state tournament, and, and you guys are going to have to earn it. Have you have you talked about the one game, one period, one minute at a time approaches? I'm sure knowing you, I'm sure that's where you're going with it. Well, for sure, you just can't get ahead of yourself. Otherwise, you're going to get distracted, and you're probably going to stub your toe. So, you know, if you don't if you don't just live in that one game, that one period, even shift to shift, uh, you know, now you're starting to look ahead of yourself, and you're forgetting to do your job, and you're forgetting to to, to compete in that particular game. So. Uh, but you're right. Section two, we feel like our section is, if it's not the toughest section, it's one of the top two. Um, I would argue that uh, our section toe to toe on seedings or even with the semifinals, if you can get that far, uh, would, would match up as well or better than any other section in the state. I think there's at least four, maybe five teams that could get to the X out of se- section two and perform very, very well. I think that's shown very well. I think Section 6 falls into that category with Edina and Wyzetta and Benilde and Blake and Creighton, and you got a lot of good teams over there. And and, and then Section 7 is always crazy and looks like, you know. So I, I just think, you know, by the time you get there, whoever represents Section 2 is going to be battle-tested. They're certainly going to be skilled enough to win, and they're probably playing their best games of the year. So to me, that's scary. Uh, that Whoever comes out is going to have a really good chance, and, we certainly hope it's going to be Minnetonka, um, but we know if it's not, we certainly know that we helped get that team ready and that team will perform well. Going into the playoffs, where have these kids exceeded your expectations on the season? Well, you know what? We we, we went into the year and, and we're built differently than last year, and everyone was kind of looking at us as, as the team to beat, and I think there's a lot of expectations, but um, we've won games differently this year. You know, we're built from the goal line out, and I've explained that on numerous occasions. But you know, last year we kind of we could we could skate with anybody and score with anybody at any time. And and this year we're built differently. You know, we're built from the goal line, and that with Charlie, and then you know we got Josh and Grant on defense, and and clearly those three kids are as good as they get in the state of Minnesota positionally. So we're just built differently, and and we're we're going to win games differently, and it. I think these guys have kind of realized that, hey, listen, this team's different, and they've taken ownership on it. So it's been really, really a joy to coach these kids. Um, it's their team. This is not last year's team. So our success is different, and these guys have earned it. You know, winning 20 games with our schedule is really, really hard to do. Um, and we've seen everybody's best game night in and night out, um, and our guys are ready. And and I really like the fact that these guys have pulled together. You know, we've, we've, we've had a couple kids, you know, losing Bobby Brink uh, a week before the season started. What was not a, 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 it was a big blow on the ice for our team, but more importantly, he's a big part of our team. Like he was a captain. He was a big leader in our program and he's really good friends with our kids. So emotionally that was hard. You know, their, their buddy 
is good enough to, to go play and play well in the USHL and earn his and get his opportunity. So we kind of had to build together really quick and the kids bonded really well together and it was the next guy up. So I would have to say that's been probably the mantra of our team, next guy up this year. And we've had a lot of balanced scoring and a lot of different kids step up and, and get game-winning goals and play big minutes when they needed to. So uh, I'm expecting that to be the case. We're going to have different guys step to the forefront that people probably haven't heard of much that are going to help win us games down the stretch. Well, that's what the playoffs do. You know, it's always the unsung guys. You don't like to use that word too often, but it's it's definitely what they do. One of the things that's been really good for your team has been your starts. You've outscored teams 32 to 7 in the first and you carry it through in the second with 45 to 9. Your starts have been really good. Your power play is sizzling at about 31% or so, and you've got a really stingy PK which is just hovering under 90 at 87.7%. The uh, goaltending has been amazing, but the starts, I, I, I think your team has gotten on teams quickly and uh, it, it plays out in the statistics. Well, it's something we preach. And I think our kids, um, if that's the one thing we've carried over from last year, our kids are prepared and they understand that um, the longer this game is, the more likely it's going to honor the team that's deeper and, and can play their game longer. So what's scary about high school sports is that a lot of the periods or quarters or halves are short. And a 17-minute period doesn't always honor the best team. A 20-minute period would be a lot better. Totally. That's why it's played in the pro level or the college level. And certainly in the playoffs, a three-game series is a lot better than a one-game series or a five-game series or a seven-game series. It's, it's more likely to honor the best team to come through. What's crazy about March Madness, whether it's basketball or hockey or whatever, it's it's one and done. And you have got to make sure that every minute matters, every shift matters. So we really preach a 51-minute game. Um, our kids are up and ready to go. You've been around our team a little bit, you know, and, and, and I know uh, having, you know, Dream State around us this year, they're like, hey, it's, it's weird. Like, your, your, your game starts about five minutes before the period. I'm like, yeah, our kids are up. Yeah, it does. We're trying to get our guys engaged and mentally prepared. So at the puck drop, uh, we're not going to wake up, you know, 20 minutes into the game and turn this into a short, short window. So uh, I've seen enough hockey over the years. I've, I've coached enough teams over the years where slow starts usually hurt you and fatigue usually hurts you. So if you can avoid both, um, odds are you're going to have success. You know, you kind of talked about the best team winning and the length of the periods and, and, and the like with that. One of the things about your team that I think goes often overlooked, and you know, we, you and I never get too heavily into players, but there's two guys I need to mention, and, and it, it's your defenseman, Will Kroll and James Miller. I believe that yep. they would be a one-two pairing on any other team just about throughout all of Minnesota high school hockey. I think they're the most unsung, underspoken about defensemen I've seen. And they do all of the little things right, and they afford you that flexibility with Dr. Lidke. Well, without a doubt. I mean, I, I you know, we have a lot of kids that kind of fly under the radar um, and, and those two specifically. And it goes this dates back to last year. We At the end of last year, if you look back at our games with, you know, Hill Murray and Centennial and even Duluth East in, in the finals, they were our five, six defensemen last year, the yeah. pair of those two, and they played good minutes. They allowed us to play 60 deep 
Um, this year they're allowing us to play, and we can we feel like we can match those guys up against anybody. We've exposed them against the likes of Edina and Duluth East and, and top teams all over the state. Uh, they've seen the best from Eden Prairie. They've seen Chaska. So we feel confident that those two can play with just about anybody at any time. And that allows us to keep Josh and Grant together. It really does. You know, people say, hey, geez, you got the, maybe the two best defensemen in the state playing together every minute. And what allows us to do that is that we feel really confident in James and Will. So uh, obviously Coach Hillen does a great job with those kids. We, we put them in good situations. But th- those two kids are, are going to get theirs at some point because you just don't have as much success as we've had the last two years without those kids doing their job too. Well, so that, that, uh, we, feel, we feel good about them. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump on you. That exactly is, is what I've noticed <laughs> and what I can't help but point out was uh, they give you the ability to put uh, two and three together uh, doctor and Lake key. I've seen them together with you and I've seen you seen them when you've had to move them apart or for various reasons. And I don't know, there's something about those two together. It doesn't matter how good of a first unit people throw at you. They're just that dynamic. I have never seen a pair of defensemen together at the high school level. I've been doing this since probably 1987. Uh, I haven't seen anybody a combo do the things that they can do. It's an absolute treat. W- 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 wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, I would. And, you know, and, and I've been around the game a long time too. And don't get me wrong. We're not taking it for granted. Those, those two kids really play well together. They're in sync. Um, they, they feed off each other. It's a, it's a healthy co- competitiveness between the two. Uh, and, and other coaches that have been around for a long time, the likes of Kurt Giles, the likes of Mike Randolph, the likes of, you know, Pat O'Leary's seen these kids a lot in the last couple of years. Lee Smith has told me, Hey, those guys are special. They're really special. Enjoy those guys. And each one of those coaches I just listed have had kids like that themselves. So, you know, we're, we get it. Uh, what I really like about those two kids is it's not about them. It, it, It really isn't. Um, those guys are good in the locker room. They're, they're fun loving. They, they genuinely like each other's success too. You know, we watch and, and really respect a lot about body language. And what I like about it is if Josh scores, Grant's the first one to him. He is, he's the first guy to him. And when Grant scores, Josh is the one jumping on his back. It, it just, they, they really, really feed off each other. Well, and that's pretty rare today. You know, it, it really tells you a lot about our locker room. It tells you about our kids um, and how we've handled them. I, I think, you know, in today's group with AAA hockey and who's signing first and who's getting the verbal commitment, it's a lot of who gets theirs and when do they get it. And yep. then once they get it, once they get it, they check out. And, and I just, I just haven't seen it with our kids. It didn't happen last year. It, it hasn't happened so far this year. And our kids really seem to genuinely enjoy the fact that they can help each other achieve their goals. So, um, that's cool. That's team sports. That's, you know, from my perspective, I've met every, the, the kids have met every expect, expectation that I've had from them. Uh, our season could end tonight. It could end a week from now. It could end in three weeks, uh, you know, hoisting the trophy again and having a great, but to me, we've already achieved everything I wanted with this group from a standpoint of togetherness to learning outcomes and to just becoming better people. So, uh, you know, now it's just gravy on top. 
Results are great. It's about the process and uh, watching your you uh, manage the process and the the, the the job that you've done with this group has been a, an absolute pleasure and a treat. And I got to tell you, uh, announcing your games for me have been so much fun because of the way your team attacks the game in all three zones, the goaltending you've gotten, the depth in scoring. I don't know, what do you have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys with 20 points or more. The balance you have on your roster, it's an absolute pleasure. And if anybody wants to is thinking about going to a section final or want to go to the summit, get your tickets, get out there, because it's totally worth watching this team play their special. Sean, a, a terrific job, and I appreciate everything you've done here with us, too, on these podcasts. Thanks, Lex. You know, it's it's fun, uh, you know, representing high school hockey. It just is. We got such a really cool product, and there's so many deserving coaches and teams out there. I just I just really enjoy working here at this level. It's just awesome. The kids are all in. Uh, we're really helping kids move on to the next level. We're making Minnesota high school um, hockey significant. And, and, and continuing the tradition. So if you can just be part of it, uh, that's pretty special in itself. So I feel myself really fortunate, and I'm glad that guys like you are helping to promote it and, and, and putting boys high school hockey at, at the top of the pedestal because you're going to see an emotion. You're going to see a togetherness, a love for the game, a love for each other that you just don't see every day in sports. And you don't. that's why it's so engaging. It's just so engaging to be a part of. And, uh, and that's why it hurts, you know, when it, when it doesn't transpire at the end and, and, it sh- and maybe the ending is a little bit earlier than you hoped for, it hurts because it matters. It matters. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't want it any other way. I, I would love to, I, I want our guys to engage and to, and, to, and to sell out and be two feet in. And, and uh, if it hurts, that means you're doing something right too. You know, Ken Pauly, I use this this quote from him all the time, and he said I could copyright that from him anytime. It's interesting. Um, every high school hockey player's career or time as a player usually ends in tears. Either you're cut uh, sometime when you don't want to be, and it's it's over, and you just you, you play junior gold, or you love the game and you keep playing. So there's tears there. You lose in the uh, playoffs, uh, in the sections, you're done, or in the state, you're done. Or if you win it. There are tears. There could be tears of joy. He said it's an emotional, gut-wrenching thing. And uh, everybody usually has a tear in their eye when it's over, when they have to do the most important thing, which is to say goodbye for each other. And for a high school hockey team, that should be temporary because these guys will never forget each other. I'm sure you haven't with your team the rest of their lives. Yeah, you know, the majority of our kids have been together since they were squirts. So it's it's just emotional from that standpoint, anyways. Yeah. Uh, that the fact that, that they're going to be moving on without each other, and they've really they've really helped shape each other, not only as players but as people. And there's something said about that too. And just your time. So just again, just enjoy your moment together. Enjoy the fact that we can celebrate high school hockey and we can participate in it. And we can learn from it and we can. Uh, create a community that's that's different you know people around the nation kind of poke holes at high school hockey in minnesota but you know what anyone that's been up here and has been a part of it and has lived it either as a player or a coach or a parent they don't seem to make fun of it it's it's significant and it matters so uh as long as high school hockey minnesota's 
going on, I'm going to be a big part of it. That's my plan. I'm right there with you. Goldie, good luck this right. weekend. I'll see you on Saturday. And before we go, i got to mention that Goldie's podcast is presented by Crossover. They build solutions for smarter coaches and more efficient athletes. It's cutting-edge coaching relationship with a company that delivers full-service game analysis. They'll give you comprehensive statistics and streamlined sharing tools that get you ready to go on your game. You can check them out at crossover.com. That's crossover with a K. Uh, we're also presented by Cybersports. You can find them at cyberco.com. Dave Allsocker and his team provide Under Armour apparel and merchandise for teams and businesses. You can dress like the pros in Under Armour, and Dave and his team will take care of your team with the best product and delivery. Put your logo on Under Armour apparel and brand your team or business with Cybersports. Check them out at cyberco.com or give Dave a buzz, 612-296-7097. Don't forget about Gemini Athletic, where the official jersey provider of Minnetonka Skippers and proud partner of Goldie's podcast and the live streaming this past season. Chris Bonvino and his team have been in the business 25 years, and they've outfitted college, junior, high school, and youth teams in jerseys and apparel, all made right here in Minnesota. Get your team or organization taken care of by Gemini. Check them out at GeminiAthleticWare.com or call them at 952-942-9611. Finally, uh, Goldie's podcast is presented by Ike's and Minnetonka. You know the pregame ritual. You either pregame at Ike's or postgame. It's the closest establishment to the rink and the go-to for your food and beverage. If you haven't done it, please put it on your list. Go to Ike's. Check them out right there by Pagel Activity Center in the lovely campus of Minnetonka High School. That's a mouthful. I got it out, man. We're, we're, we're popular here. We're popular here. <laughs> I've, I've almost got it memorized, buddy, right when it's over. So I think that, that's a mouthful. You, you did a I, good job. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Are we, are we going to do a postseason pod still? We got one more at least to do, I suppose, right? Hey, uh, win, lose, or draw, it's not about me. It's not about the, our program. It's about high school hockey. So if you need a, a refreshing third party or if you want to follow follow us through the season, I'll be more than happy to share anything from our program. We'll put a bow on that for sure. All right, Goldie, okay. have a good practice or have a good game tonight, rather. Take care, away. All right, take care, buddy. Okay, bye-bye. So long, everybody.